the workplace. Hello and welcome to The Workplace. This is a show designed to inform, educate, and discuss relevant issues that relate to your career, employment, and business. Please remember to subscribe to our channel and also click on the notification button to receive notifications whenever we post. Like, comment, and follow all our social media handles. And let's engage more and learn more. Thank you. We have been discussing the COVID-19 and how it's affecting employer-employee relations and then see how okay. we can resolve them um, very well. I'll jump straight to the questions. And the first question says that, how should companies deal with employees who do not want to come to work for the fear of infection? Okay. Um... I think that the important thing looking at the circumstance we find ourselves in now is that there is the need for companies to prioritize the health of its workers. And so um, I believe that under the, the COVID-19 issues, um, it would be difficult to say that everybody should come to work, especially when there's also a presidential directive that um, we should stay home. Now, moving on, for companies, what I believe that um, the company should put in place is to have a business continuity plan. This ideally would um, help them to reorganize their work processes and so that the effect of the stay home would, would not be too negative on, on business going forward. Now, as part of the business plan, the continuity plan, what um, the options that are available to companies is that um, they can explore available leave options. Um, they can have adjusted working hours, including shifts, and um, employ some rotational um, workload so that um, it's easy to effectively deal with the things that they they have to 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 do do so ideally if 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 um, companies are looking at how best they can deal with employees who entertain a certain fear because of the covid-19 then this is one way they can handle such employees so that if um, I'm an employee and these options are available to me, then I know that um, clearly um, my health matters to my uh, employer. And therefore, um, if these options are made available, then I'm sure that every other employee would be prepared to jump on any just so that um, business can, can continue. On to our next question. Are, employee, are workers or employees exposed to COVID-19? eligible for workers' compensation? Okay. Um, the answer to this is in two folds. And uh, I'll answer the negative first, and then I'll come back to the affirmative. Now, no would be for workers who have been clearly informed that stay home and don't come to work. Now, whilst you are at home, if you go frolicking and you go against the lockdown rules and you contract the virus, ideally you are on your own. But yes, if you are still going to work as we have it now. Now I'm sure that uh, we all know that there are some procedures to 
to do some tracing of a sort in the event where you are um, diagnosed to have the virus. Now, I am, I am sure that those procedures would have the first contact all the way to the last contact you, you have. And so that would make it easy to know if your first contact to the virus was whilst you were at work or whilst you were doing something away from work. So you'd find that for frontline workers, for um, nurses, doctors, people who work in the hospitals, uh, emergency medical technicians, all of those people, in the wake of this virus, if, if, if they also contract, yes, they are due to, to some compensation of a sort. And um, I believe that it is, it is to do away with um, people making so many claims on their employers. That is why government has decided that then what it will do is to ensure all health workers during this time so that if for any reason you, you contract the disease in the course of your work, then you get to benefit from that insurance that um, has been put in place for your, for your benefit. So that's, that's the, the, the twofold answer to, to, to the question of whether um, if you're exposed to the virus, you, you qualify to be paid some compensation. If it is through your private actions that, and you contract the virus, you cannot go to your employer and say, I have contracted the virus and therefore I think that I should be compensated. However, if it is in the line of work, when you are carrying out work, when you have been asked to report to work to carry out a certain task, and in doing that, you contract the virus, yes, then you qualify to be compensated for that. Okay, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here a little. So let's just say okay. um, mm. I'm working from home. You know, most companies are now doing the work from home system because we yes. have the office, of course. And let's just say someone contracts the virus and brings it into my home and mm. I end up getting affected. But I was working. I wasn't going anywhere. I was actually working. Don't yes, I, <laughs> yes you, you were working. But don't, don't forget that you, you had it through somebody else. It wasn't a direct relation to your work. And, I mean, and I'm sure that the, if I was working in, let's say, a bank, a customer could bring the the virus to me, and so then. So you so you are in you are in the bank. If you are in the bank, it's different. If you are at home and the partner contacts or contracts the virus and then brings it home, whilst you are on your computer trying to send an email to your boss, yeah. you cannot go to your boss and say, "My husband has brought the virus." And when he came, his first contact was me. And at the time he came to contact me, I was sending you an email. And therefore, once I have the virus, I think that you should compensate me. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Okay, that's, that's an interesting... Yes, it doesn't work like that. It, it has to be... There should be a direct correlation okay. to the contact and the action or the act you were involved at the time. So that if you were in the employer's premise, if you were carrying out the, your employer's instructions, yes. But if a partner or a family member or a colleague or an acquaintance or a neighbor has it and for some strange reason you come into contact and you also get it, you, you cannot run to your, unfortunately, you can't go to your employer. Maybe 
you may have to go back to your neighbor and say, yo, you, you gave me the disease. And so I think that, um, Maybe be kakrama, but that one will be on your on your on your own level. Yes. <laughs> what about delivery mm. guys? People who are they are working. It's 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 they are working. It's it's in the line of their work. So you go and deliver, and let's also not forget that there are certain protocols that the workers who are engaged in some of these services are supposed to follow. Now, if the protocol is when you get there. Um, you announce your presence either by your motor horn or your car horn and the person comes. You're supposed to keep a certain distance. Let's all not forget that. Even in the wake of this, we are supposed to keep setting distances from each other. So if you observe those distance protocols, you cannot contract the, the, the disease because if, if you are negligent in following that um, protocol, it, it might make it difficult for your employer to agree to pay you some compensation of a sort, especially when if, if it's investigated and it's known that you were negligent in carrying out your work. So for, 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 for the folks out there who are, who are still working, let's, let's observe the protocols. In as much as it is a little difficult, let's, let's observe it. If you're supposed to do a delivery service, Observe the social distance. Keep that appropriate distance from yourself and the person that you are making the delivery to. It is, it is for your own safety. It is for the safety of the person who has ordered the service from your end. It's for the safety of your dependents as well. So let's all help each other so that once this thing is over, we will not be saddled with um, compensation claims left, right, and center. No. Let's... let's all together it's it, this is a communal thing we should all join hands and this by joining hands i mean it figuratively not the holding hands now because of the social distancing thing but let's let's all commit to 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 keeping the protocols and i'm sure that once we keep to the protocols we will all be safe and we can get this thing um we, we shall we, we can keep safe that's that's just about it Okay, so on to our last question. How should companies handle such possible issues of discrimination and harassment? Well, I think that the, the first thing is to have a proper orientation and, and education of, of all of the workers. Now, at this moment, we are all trying to battle a certain virus that um, has made it difficult for us to be the very touchy people we are. However, in, in, in going forward, I'm sure that you may have seen some videos on, on social media where um, some two Chinese entered um, a public transport and practically everybody came out of, 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 of the car because ideally we all know that the origin of this COVID-19 is from China. And so once anybody of that race, the Asian race, is in the is, it comes around us. There's the likelihood of people looking at them in a different way. However, I'm sure that if if if, if we have some proper education on how to manage these things, it will make it easier for all of us. So that if I see a Chinese, I won't look at him and say, "Yeah, these are the guys who brought all of this trouble onto everybody." Look, it is not every Chinese. Who has the virus? Yeah. It is not every 
Ghanaian who has the virus or a Nigerian or an American or somebody from the UK or any part of Europe. It is not everybody who has it. So I think that the first thing we have to tell ourselves is, yes, up until the time where it is known that the virus is no more, up until that time we get there, what we have to do is to observe the protocols once again. The second bit is that let's have it at the back of our minds that it's not every Ghanaian or every Asian or every white person or black person that has the, the virus. So let's have that orientation. Let's have that discussion. Let's, let's learn to embrace others, not in the practical terms of embracing, but let's learn to respect that, look, that I am coming from China doesn't mean that I, am, I have the virus. I'm sure that we all know that people are recovering now. And so to, to start that action of discriminating against um, persons who are coming from hard hit places would not be fair, it would not be proper. It would not tell on the communal nature of, of, of how we have all been brought up. I'm sure that um, I'm sure at some point you heard the, the president of the United States described the, the virus as the Chinese virus, the Chinese virus, the Chinese virus. And, and we all know that it wasn't everybody who was so enthused about him describing the virus in that manner. And so I'm sure that if you've, if you've had time to listen to him post those backlash, if I can describe it as such, his, his, his description of the virus has changed. Yeah. It is now more of it's a virus, it's a, it's a pandemic, and we are all we're doing a tremendous job to get sure that it is, it is out of place and everybody is safe and everybody is healthy again. So if, if we take cue from, from, from those um, descriptions as he earlier on made and what his position is now, I'm sure that you can tell that he's, he's received some, some orientation on how to manage how to manage this so that you are not seen to be discriminating against um, persons from that side of the world. Because, hey, whether we like it or not, the, the virus is here. The good thing is when you catch it, you can recover if you observe the appropriate and you receive proper medical care, you, you can recover. Thank you, yes. Stephen. It's been a lovely, what, 15 to 20 minutes. I know, I know. Mm. <laughs> I think you and thank you, and, and, and thank you for having me. Thank yes. you for having me. Um, we'll be having more sessions in the future. Um, let's hope COVID-19 goes quickly so that we can meet. Hopefully, more. hopefully. Let's, let's keep praying. Let's, let's keep observing the protocols. It will be over soon. Thank you all for watching us. Thank you for yet another great session. We'll be with you in another session. Have a lovely day.